There we go. Nice. That sounds a lot better. That's way better. Yeah, it does. How does it get better? Oh, I don't know. Because you're using, I don't know. Hang on. I need to, <clears throat> actually, this is going well. I need to check the room tone. Shut the fuck. This is what I, I literally, <laughs> we literally just had a call about not wasting time. No, no. I just wanted to say that I'm checking the room tone. I heard someone else say it, and I couldn't wait until I got on a call so I could say it. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm on the podcast right now. Babe, I'm on the podcast. <laughs> Babe, I'm recording right now. No, it's not a phase. <laughs> Babe, stop. <laughs> I'm in the studio. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll help out with rent next month. <laughs> you just hold on. This will be really big for us. Patrick, Patrick just... I don't like that your camera's turned off because Zoom switches the camera whenever somebody talks and all I see is a blank screen. Did you do it? That? Dude, it's perfect. Oh, that's way better. Oh my goodness. A hundred percent better, even if it's just pointing at the ceiling. Oh yeah. It reminds me of Patrick's face. A blank slate of white. <laughs> Take offense to that. See, I think this is going well. On the itinerary, it says uh, funny intro banter. <laughs> funny, funny intro banter, and we're doing that. All right. Um, so since you have the best audio, you kick off the intro. All right. Hello, and welcome to the Steady Hands Barber Club. My name's Jacob, and not in the studio today is Eddie Guerrero. Hey. And Patrick Bost. Hello. So we're going to be doing this on a Zoom call because that's just how we're living life right now in that quarantine. Um, hmm. It says here we're going to briefly talk about Rona. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Those are those are my notes. <clears throat> no, no. I'll just, I'll just edit that out. Today, we will be talking about Corona. <laughs> now we won't. Only bri- only briefly though. Where's Patrick? I don't know. Patrick, uh, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Jeez, I gotta t- attach a bell to your neck or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I don't hear you, I'm like, did he drop out of the call? Where is he? Well, you can still see my see- when you talk, but you're not making any noise. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just. Well, I'm just trying not to breathe too hard. <laughs> All right. Wait a second, Eddie. Did you look up the robot fingers follow-up? Yeah. Oh, thank God, because I didn't. You didn't look it up? No, I was just going to be... Yeah, you know, I was just going to be the soundboard. Oh, dang it. My f- no, you're a trash boy, dude. There we go. My phone fell. Well, the perfectly executed plan uh, backfired. Okay, so I just Googled robot fingers, and uh, I, I have to say I'm impressed. You know, I, I'm, I'm re- I really have hope for the future uh, for the future of hands that are um, that are robot but attached to people. But that's not the topic of our uh, podcast today. All right, our, our no. <laughs> no, no, our robot fingers are going to be attached to a robot, and they're going to be massaging your head or giving you a haircut. 
who knows the future? Um, with for more information Dude, um, on this is our local expert Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> Dude, one, I'm super impressed. That was a smooth transition, dude. Thank you. Uh, Two, don't interrupt me while I'm riffing, okay? <laughs> I almost lost that. Just wait. <laughs> uh, so real-time follow-up on that uh, episode we did on automation before. Dude, apparently Panasonic made a head care robot. They what? originally made it. Yeah, they originally made it to uh, support staff at hospitals and care facilities when they need to wash someone's hair. But uh, I'll put a link in the show, or actually Patrick will put a link in the show notes to the video. Um, <laughs> yes, they I put will. your head in the sink, and there's robot fingers that wash your hair for you. Huh. Um, and it's being tested um, by a hairdressing salon in the Hyogo Prefecture in Japan. This thing is crazy. And apparently, it doesn't tangle up hair. Uh, you know, use hot water, shampoo, and has 24 digits to wash the customer's hair. That's right. Uh, normal, you know, base humans only have 10. <laughs> this is like two people and then some washing your hair for you. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, Eddie. Do I want to live that kind of luxurious lifestyle? You know, I'm I'm a simple man. You know, I I just I just like two hands uh, washing my head, preferably attached to your body. All right, but I mean, stick with me. Okay. Can you imagine, like, you're at the shop, right? Yeah. And you're sitting with a client, and your next client is getting shampooed by nobody. At an automated shampoo bowl at the end of the shop. Mm-hmm. He gets done. He gets up. You finish with the client in your chair. Boom. Wham, bam. Fresh, clean, client. And you don't have to pay anybody like a shampoo. What do they call those? Like shampoo, <laughs> shampoo assistants? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure they call them shampoo boys regardless of gender. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, Eddie, how would this uh, how would this system even work? Are we work? Is it like tokens, like at Chuck E. Cheese? Is it like no, dollar I mean, bills? You just you would just charge them for a shampoo at the end of the service, like normal. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But like you know, that guy's your next client is here, so you just tell him to put the little face guard on. Yeah, go into the shampoo bowl. Mm. Boom. That'd be awesome to have. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine every client like, coming up and their hair is clean. Yeah, and then it would save time on your end because you wouldn't have to shampoo them. So you would how many that. customers do you feel like would actually use that? Because I feel like oh, dude. the demographic well, that we work around would be pretty weirded out by that. Nope. They wouldn't have a choice. <laughs> you know, really would have a choice. Into this robot? <laughs> Yeah, dude. I'm like, hey, man, you're next. Get in that thing. It's like, I don't know. My my father was killed by a robot. <laughs> That's when you grab them by their collars and you're like, listen, I don't. What you get in that machine, okay? Let these 24 robot fingers scrape <laughs> along your scalp. 
Uh, you know what's the worst feeling ever to go along with that? Imagine if, like, if we were trying to create the worst robot fingers experience. Um, you ever get a rubber band caught in your hair? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, imagine the tips of all the fingers are, like, wrapped up with rubber bands. <laughs> and it's just going at your head, just pulling out hair. Uh it's kind of like the babeless barber chair. You know, um, the, the, the first couple of iron prototypes will have uh, auto-locking uh, mechanisms that hold you down. Let's <laughs> 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 uh. um, move on to our second piece of follow-up. Before we move on, uh, does, it, does it have any speakers in there? Because, you know, Panasonic <laughs> makes some dope speakers. <laughs> yes Dude, and uh is... when you turn the machine on it's actually the uh uh the windows 95 operating intro <laughs> but yeah. it's bass boosted so everyone's deaf when they leave <laughs> yes do you guys realize you turned this like beautiful piece of technology into just a trash machine in the span of like five minutes <laughs> Are we old Um, my services aren't free. I'm gonna be sending a check to. Pa- <laughs> I'm gonna be sending a blank <laughs> check to Panasonic with just a note that says you're welcome. I don't think you know how blank checks work. You don't send the blank check. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big oof right there. <laughs> Anyway, second piece of follow-up is a, um, I mean, what have you guys been doing in quarantine? Patrick, you first. What have I been doing in quarantine? What have Uh, we been doing in quarantine? But, like, we want to hear from you. Ah, dang it. My phone fell again. Hang on. I've gotten into, uh, wait, should I start? Wait. wait, Now. Wait for it. Wrestling around. I have gotten into watchmaking. Really? Uh, So I've just been making watches, which has been difficult because you have to buy a lot of parts that are, that have to be shipped around and a lot of places aren't shipping things, obviously. So, you know, finding pieces that you can actually get. Hmm. Um, I've also been missing barbering a lot just sitting around staring wistfully out the window moving my hands in a clipper over comb motion <laughs> my wife's very concerned are these real watches or are these just like cobbled messes of gears um, or glued into, into place hey eddie can i just live out my steampunk life <laughs> <laughs> Look, Eddie, he's not actually going to make a watch. He's just going to glue them to a felt top hat and go to Comic-Con. I'm doing like a steampunk uh, flavor flea. That's actually, gross. Yeah. Could you make that? Actually, you know what? Let's see, let's see if we can make this happen. <laughs> I just imagine, Patrick, deer in the headlights or the classic George W. Bush looking into the sun face and he's doing clipper over comb next to the window and your neighbors see you. He's Look, been doing I'm that not... for three hours. I'm not trying to bash uh, 
Patrick's like, you know, craftsmanship at all. But all I can picture is him finishing a watch, showing it to somebody, and then somebody's like, why didn't he just show me the inside of a catch-all door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of random crap, like paper clips and rubber bands. and Yeah, that, that's kind of what my, my watchmaking bench looks like. What have you been up to, Jacob? Um, uh, I just stood around my house, looked out the window, like same as Patrick, pretty much, you know. Uh, I've been doing a lot of pottery. Um, I've been making lather bowls, and it's mostly it's mostly stuff for work, really. Lather bowls, uh, straight razor shaver. Um, Dude, I saw some of that pottery. It's pretty cool. Thank you. I also made a, yeah, a, cool. a replica shave bowl of, I don't even know what time period it's from. And uh, I also commissioned a mug from you during this quarantine time. And uh, the, fear, the look of fear in your eyes uh, <laughs> makes me realize you didn't even start making it. Uh, um, <laughs> of, of course I made you that <laughs> mug bowl. Like, what? It... A mug bowl? <laughs> Eddie, I'm just going to take one of the bowls I made and then give it to you and say it's a coffee mug. <laughs> Eddie, what if I give you this mug and it's actually just a very, very big mug? It reminded me of uh, The Office when Michael Scott asked Phyllis a question and she doesn't answer it. And then he says, it bothers me that you're not answering the question. Uh, one, I told everyone I was going to get on. On Zoom. Okay, one last thing that I got really into. Um, and it's... Hang on a sec. Yeah? Uh, I'm recording the podcast. Yeah, dude. You guys uh, made fun of me. This is not working. Cause... I may not even uh, edit this episode. Uh, you definitely should. There's a lot of garbage on here. No, just let it, let it, let it, let it be free. You know. No, no, no. Let that audio free. No. I'm getting closer to the microphone. Anyway, what have you been up to, Eddie? So unlike you guys who <laughs> stayed in Georgia, I came to Chicago to spend time with my family. Might as well be quarantined here. I don't know. My quarantine time hasn't been as long as yours. So it's been a lot of playing with the dog um, and Animal Crossing. It's like the generic, you know, everyone on Animal Crossing making their place look like a Japanese town. Uh, so it's pretty cool. But catching Did, all doesn't your character kind of look like a, like an old-fashioned tweed wearer? No, he did originally, but I've uh, I've gotten into this uh, Yakuza aesthetic. You know, he's got like an eye patch and a face mask, and he only wears black. And he's got this like really big, uh, you know, pompadour thing. Like Sounds like the girls that were mean to me in high school. 
<laughs> so I went around to all my villagers and I gave them leather, matching leather jackets and sunglasses. So now we all look like a gang. Wait, you We're have a benevolent full, leader. You have a full gang of leather jacket wearing villagers. Yeah, dude. Wow. This is intense, but that's what I'm. Uh, me and ninety percent of the the U.S. is playing Animal Crossing. Nice. Then back home in Georgia, so uh, I don't have any of my stuff other than what I crammed into my car, <laughs> which <laughs> is basically like just clothes, and oh, that's it. All right, let's talk about something that's important. Hang on, I should I shouldn't I shouldn't have I shouldn't have I shouldn't have paused. <laughs> I really made it. Uh, you know, let's talk about something important, except for the things that I talked about, um, <laughs> and that's hair abstinence. What's hair abstinence? <laughs> well, when you have a girlfriend. <laughs> And she's making comments like, mm, honey, I don't like your neck hair, or your bangs have been getting in your eyes, or you were cuter when you got a haircut. Now, all those guys out there who are feeling all this pressure, um, you know, don't, 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 uh, don't succumb to that pressure, you know? I know what you're thinking. You're going to go to walmart.com. Or go into the store and buy a pair of uh, clippers and think that you're going to cut your own hair. But uh, it's not going to turn out well. Uh, I have already gotten uh, various photos from clients of mine that have tried this. And they get to a certain point where... <laughs> it's it's almost like part of me feel, feels bad, right? Yeah. But then the other part of me is like, you knew going into this thing that you were going to mess it up and you did it anyway pulls out here with their lines pushed back a whole two inches uh looking like they have a pineapple for a head yeah. you know when like you know when they shave like most of their head there's just a little crop of hair on top yeah i got one of those text messages this is a guy had his wife take a picture of him while he was working at his computer and I thought I was looking at the back of Burden Ernie. <laughs> it's not, this is not going to be that bad. Even if you're going to be on a Zoom call with your company and you can't get a haircut, it's not that bad, honestly. And no one cares. So please, please, yep. please, please just wait until shops reopen so that you can get your haircut done right. Because it turns into us doing. A, a lot of work to get you back to where you were instead of working back a little bit with some overgrowth. Literally. So if you don't wait, you're going to, one, mess up your haircut. Two, we're going to have to spend multiple multiple haircuts letting your hair grow back in and being able to cut it the right way. So you're going to have mm -hmm. terrible hair for longer as opposed to if you just let it grow and wait. It would just be one visit to your barber and you'd be back to normal mm -hmm. don't do it it's not worth it yep like you can't see this call right now but all three of us have some pretty overgrown hair because we know better 
Also, I know you can't see the video for this call, but Jacob's got a bathrobe on, and it's <laughs> open all the way down to his belly button. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's alarming and, frankly, terrifying. <laughs> I'll pull this tighter. How, how's right below my Adam's apple? <laughs> Yeah, this is something that you also wouldn't have known, but he has that sweet disco mustache going. <laughs> so paired with the bathrobe, it's pretty unnerving. And he keeps doing that coach thing where he finds the nearest, like, you know, stool or table and he throws his leg up there and I don't think he's wearing underwear. <laughs> All right, that's definitely not true. <laughs> he has a Muppet Babies tattoo on his chest. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's Animal from the Muppet Babies. Uh, all right, let's uh, oh, man. let's move into our next part, which is... Uh, hey, can we just take a second to uh, talk about how terrible mannequin heads are? Awful. Awful. Mannequin heads. Those things you cut hair on back in school that didn't prepare you for the real world. Dude, they are terrible. Like, I get it. You want to cut something. Yeah. But good God, every time I touch a mannequin's hair, I'm like, how is this? And he, like, it's so bad. Yeah. I'm, if, if Unless you're doing anything besides, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, but if you try to do anything besides either a tight fade, which is, eh, it turns out okay, or really long hair, Anything in between that, especially around the ears, is an absolute nightmare that you're just trying to make look good with product. Yeah, 100%. Unless you're Patrick, who does these, like, ridiculous pork chop flat tops. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you do it, Patrick. Yeah, those are pretty fun on mannequins. I kind of wish I had one here. (laughs) So, what do you guys think it's going to be like going back to work? Uh, Have you ever seen Mad Max? <laughs> it's uh, gonna, yeah it's gonna be like that little do you know um you know what everyone's buying leather and uh hockey gear so they're just getting ready dude did you see uh the metal stud market their stocks way up dude way <laughs> way way up good thing i invested back in uh, january for other dude. unrelated reasons look man i'm just trying to bring it back to middle school when i walked around wearing a a paint split a neon paint splattered studded belt all right and then another offset neon paint splattered studded belt slightly tilted to the side but back (laughs) but back to the actual topic of what life is going to be like once we get back to work um i think it's going to be way more strict um which i'm down with um very much into health and safety standards but i also think there's going to be a lot of places that are trying to um uh they were kind of subpar as far as uh health and safety goes and they'll be like yeah like we've always done dude sweats of bead dripping down their foreheads (laughs) dude also get ready for all like 50 percent of our clients just roast us all right all right 
for those of you who don't know, uh, we work and live in Georgia, uh-huh. which is pretty split on the whole, like, is Corona serious? Is it not thing? Uh, so I have a sneaking suspicion that half of our clients are going to walk in, see us in like masks and gloves and stuff, and just roast us. Yeah, Georgia is pretty wild on that front. Uh, I did have to go to the grocery store just to pick up a few essential items a few days ago. So I was wearing gloves and a mask and all that, and uh, I was like wading through a thick pool of judgment. Look, Listen. Patrick, fruit by the foot is not an essential thing. <laughs> yeah, how else are me and my wife supposed to have fruit by the foot eating races? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just imagine you guys, like, pinning one side of the fruit by the foot to the floor and then and then rolling out the other side and getting down on your hands and knees. And like eating, night crawlers, like you're night just crawlers. Like, you can't use your hands or your legs. <laughs> and you're just and Patrick always winning gobbles up all the fruit by the foot first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a few ways to do it. You can do that, or uh, <laughs> you uh, put one end in your mouth and then throw the other side over the shower curtain, and you, you have to pull it down. Uh, I thought that was gonna get really dark. Yeah, yeah. You I'm should... like, there's no way fruit by the foot can hold a grown man's weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, oh, bro. You, you ever um? You remember that knockoff fruit by the foot that was in um? It was like a bunch of string, but it was in a foot and you would peel it off like like uh like shredded cheese like spring cheese chew no 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 not big league chew okay imagine very (laughs) imagine very long big league chew but it's strung together in a fruit by the foot shape where did you where did your mom shop for fruit by the foot (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know look we only we were only allowed to get it on special occasions fruit by the foot (laughs) I don't know. Now, now yeah, that I say it, I'm wondering if potato. it was. Now that I say that out loud, I'm wondering if that was just some sort of uh, odd fever dream I had when I was a child that I just <laughs> <laughs> that I just allowed to be part of the canon of my life. Um, fruit by the meter. Hey, <laughs> fruit by the meter. It's a Dutch. Do version. a time. This podcast episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Social Distancing. Do you want to do it? Maybe. Should you be doing it? Yeah, probably. Are enough people doing it? I don't know. We'll see. Thank you, Social Distancing. (laughs) That was perfect. Look down in the description to see our affiliate link at Amazon.com. Anything you use. Wait, that's a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no okay okay, okay. um look <laughs> again this video is brought to you by social distancing um you just say the code social distancing at any store and get zero percent off your order but you know the clerk will probably look at you weird yeah 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 yeah
Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, I got one. This episode is brought to you by Garbaggio's hand sanitizer. The only thing keeping us alive during this pandemic. Is it hand sanitizer? I don't know. Does it smell like hand sanitizer? Definitely not. What is it? It's just it's what? a special formula. It's like the Coke formula, dude. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is. Is it still good? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> is it killing germs and bacteria? Says on the label. So it's got to be true. Hit, hit, hit us up on our Etsy shop. <laughs> it just it just turns out that uh, their Garbaggio's hand sanitizer is just watered down beer. No, the Garbaggio's hand sanitizer is watered down LA looks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, that is great. All right. You know what? This has been a great episode of the Steady Hands Barber Club. Tune in next time where I take a a deep dive into the Campbell's Shave Soap Conspiracy. For years, it's eluded us. We've all seen it next to our lather machines in our storage cabinets. We've probably mixed the wrong amount, either too much or too little. But let's be honest, if you mix too much of that uh, shave soap, you you get a good lather. We're going to be talking about the ins and outs and the possible uh, jewel heist behind the Campbell's Shave Soap Company. Tune in next week. And you're supposed to outro. Oh, yeah. This has been the Steady Hands Barber Club live from live at our... This has been the Steady Hand... (laughs) 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 I sound like Richard Nixon. (laughs) I am not a crook. Just leave it in. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to edit this episode. All right, Um, fine. Uh, All right, well... No, I'll do it, because I've got the best audio. All right, fine. Oh, don't forget the Instagram and stuff. Right. This has been the Steady Hands Barber Club, live from uh, Woodstock, Georgia, and Chicago. Uh, Stay safe out there, guys. Please remember to like us on Instagram, subscribe, and please review. It helps us out so much. Um, Just not based on this episode. Just not based on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks. See you. All right. Bye. Bye, Patrick. Bye. He said bye. Oh. Oh, Eddie, you're still here. Okay, bye. Bye.